You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs continue their preparation for their week one matchup against the Arizona Cardinals on Thursday. We heard from offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo, special teams coordinator Dave Tobe, and safety Justin Reed. We'll go in that order, starting with Eric Bieniemy, followed by Steve Spagnolo. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll finish things up with Dave Tobe and Justin Reed. Here's Eric Bieniemy. Uh, good afternoon. Hope all is well. Um, the 2022 season is finally here. Our guys have worked their tails off to get to this point. Our coaches have worked their tails off as, as well. These guys are excited. We just need to make sure that we handle today so we can take care of business on Sunday. With that in mind, I'm all ears. Coach, uh, as a former player, do you still have the same excitement for week one? Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if you can't get excited and bring energy for, <laughs> for week one, I mean, why do you do this? And I always tell guys, this is the best that you're ever going to feel. You know, after this week, we'll find out if you truly, truly love the game because you'll be exhausted and tired, and then we got to play again on Thursday. But, uh, yes, fired up, excited. Those jitters never leave you, but you just want to make sure that you're doing everything under the sun so we can go out and be as efficient as we need to be. Coach, you have a lot of use in your unit as well, and the other two coordinators who are in here were talking about the unknowns of having such young players. How do you feel about them going into week one, and then after they get week one under their belt, how do you kind of you know game plan from there on out? Well, first of all, we have a very experienced coaching staff that's done an outstanding job of working with these guys. And the unknown is the unknown. So the thing that I always tell our guys is, ideally, we would love to be perfect in everything that we do. But perfection is not reality. So one thing I want to see is how our guys react to adversity and how we handle those situations. Because there's ebb and flows throughout the course of the game. And the thing is, if we can weather those storms, we're going to find a way to grow together and be successful. But the thing is, we just need to learn how to manage our emotions and also to manage your expectations, thinking that you're just going to go out and beat everybody, <laughs> you know, every, every uh, single play. But at the end of the day, just making sure that our temperament is about, hey, you know what, we're going to line up and play this next play to the very best of our capability. We'll talk about this, like the Andy Reid opening script. Do you see even 20 years later an added excitement for the initial opening script of the, the year? Oh, yeah. I mean, the first 15 is always something that we discuss, and everybody's always fired up and excited about that. So I've had an opportunity to experience it as a player. Uh, I've also experienced it now going on my 10th season of uh, working with him. So it's always something that we're looking forward to. But uh, on top of that, we're just, we're just ready to play. You know, we've... We've had the OTAs. We've gone through where we had the little break. We've gone through training camp. We've had the preseason. Between that last preseason game and this point has felt like an eternity. So now it's about going out there and giving these guys a chance 
to go out there and be the best that they can be. But right now, we just have to make sure that we're giving our guys the best game plan so they can go out there and just play up to their ability and just have fun while doing it. You guys have had about as much turnover in recent years as, as you've had at skill positions, right? Uh, with now Tyreek here and some, some new faces coming in. I don't know what the right word is that you tell me. Is it unknown, apprehension, mystery? I mean, what, what the offense is actually going to be for a four-quarter game in an NFL regular season game without having him on your team and with the new faces? Well, here's what I will say. We got all five of our guys coming back on the offensive line. We still got the quarterback right behind the center. So, and we still got a future Hall of Famer at the tight end position. So I think that we're, we're pretty set at a lot of areas. On top of that, Clyde has done a hell of a job this offseason. He's doing He's had a heck of a camp, and so we're excited about him. So, yeah, there are some new pieces and new faces. I think our leadership has been good, and these guys have, have basically done a great job of teaching the younger guys and our new players how to basically be a chief and how we execute and, and what is the standard and how we perform and how we handle and conduct ourselves, whether it's on the field or in the classroom, all right, or whether it's in the weight room or the training room. So I think our leadership has been good. Now, there's always the unexpected things that happen. And just what I was just discussing earlier, you want to see how your team is going to handle those adverse situations, okay? How are we going to weather through those storms? And then, you know, we're really going to find out what type of chemistry we have. Because when it's all said and done, well, yes, we would love to go out there and go 17-0. and 0. But that's just being unrealistic. The thing I want to see is can we play as hard as we can and as fast as we can by having a sense of urgency and a sense of purpose in one play at a time. And if we can do that, guess what? I like our chances. You mentioned that every running back up is going to have an opportunity to touch the football center, like maybe three. Um, we know Clyde's going to touch it first. How do you and G. Lou, as the game goes on, determine, okay, you know, maybe it's time for Jet or, or Isaiah? Well, you know, going into this, we always find a role for all those particular guys. And the thing that you just want to make sure is making sure that everybody's having an opportunity to, uh, to get in. Why? It presents different issues to the defense. It's all about creating matchups, making sure that we can take advantage of, uh, of certain situations. So, yes, who's ever up, those guys are going to play because they all bring something different to the table and they all can help us to be the team that we need to be. You mentioned reacting to adverse situations. and You get a pretty good Arizona Cardinals defense this Sunday. From top to bottom, what stands out to you the most about the Cardinals defense? You know, there's a, a number of things. Uh, first of all, it would be... <laughs> it would be unjust if I didn't mention this, but uh, it led by a great defensive coordinator, Vance Joseph, who's a former teammate, and we have known each other for well over our lives, well over half our lives because we went to college together. Uh, he does a heck of a job. He's done a great job since he's been there uh, of getting those guys to rally. Obviously, just like anything and everything, it starts up front. I mean, they got a number of guys up front who are playing some great ball. You got J.J. Watt. You got the Marcus Golden kid. Obviously, they got a young kid here who I watched in high school play, Isaiah Simmons. They got the big kid, uh, Zavin. I can't think of Zavin's last name, number 25. I mean, this, this team is impressive. You got Murphy in the back end. You got Mr. Buda Baker. There's a number of guys who have done a lot of good things. But these guys obviously have been with V.J. now the group up for, for the most part, for about four years. So we know that they're going to come ready. These guys are excited just like we are. And plus, they feel they have something to prove. Well, so does the Chiefs. Coach, when you have so many new players, a wide receiver, 
your scheme with all five of these guys doesn't exist on tape right now. How exciting is the game planning when the Cardinals, they don't know what to expect so far? Well, and, and that's the thing that uh, we discussed. So, yes, nobody knows what we're going to do, right? So the same thing on the opposite side, you know, just like I tell our guys, uh, communication is the key to any successful relationship. We have to do an outstanding job as a group of over-communicating with one another, whether it's verbal or nonverbal. Because why? You know, we're getting up to the line of scrimmage. We got to be able to make our calls and checks to give ourselves the best opportunity. Okay? So just like them, I mean, there, there's some things that they're going to present to us that we haven't prepared for. And there's some things that we, ha we have to uh, present to them that they haven't prepared for. But when it's all said and done with, as long as we're going out there and playing fast, Okay? And we understand exactly what we want to do and how we need to do it to get it done properly. I like our chances. Coach, I, I'm asking this because I just texted me at work. Uh -huh. Legalized gambling in Kansas now, the state of Kansas, and I'm, I'm told from a producer that Mahomes MVP is going off the charts. If you had a dollar to bet, how about putting it on Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> Let me say this, bro. The gambling stuff, I'm not even going there, okay? <laughs> so <laughs> I have no idea all, what all that entails. And so I'm just going to leave that alone. <laughs> Anyone else? Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Thanks. You guys take care. Thank you. It out. I was walking in here, and I saw a bunch of bodies walking in the locker room. I said, this is great. Nobody will be here. <laughs> you guys hung in there, though, huh? I appreciate it. Uh, I don't really – I don't have any uh, anything to throw out there right away. I'm just excited for the – opening game and I'll open it up for questions. A lot of people talk about, uh, you know, Kyler Murray and what he brings, uh, what sort of pressure he puts on different parts of your defense. There's a lot of mobile quarterbacks in the league now. Yeah. Is, does he fit into his own box? It's maybe different than you know, all of them? In some ways, you know, they're all different, but um, he's electric like Lamar, you know, like Josh Allen's different, right? But I mean, this guy gives you the same headaches that all those guys that ha are a threat to run, not just on design quarterback runs, but when he decides to do it, especially on a pass play. Um, and he's got a unique feel for, for when he, you know, especially if you're in man, he's got a unique feel for finding that. And when he takes off and gets north and south, you guys have seen the film, um, that can be a problem. In the past, you've always talked about identifying a game record. Yeah. When you plan for a, an opponent, obviously the Cardinals don't have DeAndre Hopkins uh, available for this week. How dynamic is this offense still, even without a guy like DeAndre? Yeah, there's there's plenty of guys there that can make plays. I mean, uh, number four is scary. I think he'll surface uh, as a guy that they did things with number thirteen last year. Um, I still got a great deal of respect for the running back. Um, I think Ertz is still a quality tight end. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going on and on. AJ Green, we're not. I mean, nobody thinks they. And let's not forget that uh, when Marquise Brown was in Baltimore, he was a guy that you would say. Uh, now we haven't seen a lot of him, you know, and obviously from preseason. But we're going to respect him like we did when we when we played the Ravens. Um, there's plenty of skill out there. Uh, the the one, number one guy, obviously, is the quarterback. Uh, not just jersey number, uh, but he's the guy. He can wreck a game, right? He can wreck a game throwing it, and he can wreck, wreck a game running it. So that'll be the major focus. But we're not, uh, we're certainly not sleeping on any of those other skilled guys that they have. And the offense stretches you with skill. You know, put four wideouts in, and they get a lot of space. They give number one, you know, all kinds of space, and that's that's where we got to be, try to be better. 
You normally sing guys just turn, turn them loose, get after the quarterback. Is this a guy you've got to try to contain rather than pressure? Yeah, there's a little bit more of a corral um, philosophy rather than blow it up and take a hit. I mean, it's not about the explosive hit on number one. It's about keeping them corralled and somehow getting them down. Uh, that's going to take more than one person. He makes any one person in space miss. Uh, so it's still going to come back to playing relentless football and getting a lot of guys around the ball, especially when he decides to tuck it and run. We've seen it at Penn State and OU, and trying to lean into veterans early. This is a young defense. Yeah. You have to lean on rookies. Have you had to, in a way, get comfortable with the uncomfortable in that sense of, uh, you know, we got to lean into some of these Yeah, in some regards. I mean, I think our young guys have done a really a real good job of picking it up. Uh, we've limited it for them. Um, I think they played fast in all these preseason games. Now we know that's completely different than a regular season game and the things you're going to see. But I'm excited to see them play in this game and see how we're functioning. I say this all the time. It takes the first quarter of the season to really figure out who you are. And you go into this first game, and then we can look at loads of film like we have, uh, but that doesn't mean that the Cardinals aren't going to change a little. You know, we don't know. It, it, to me, the first two games of any NFL season is what you do in the game, adjusting more than probably what you do before it in a lot of ways. Look at all these defensive linemen to understand how your pass rush rotation will look like. Just, I'm wondering, given the opponent, given the quarterback, just what are you most interested to see that you maybe don't have a, a, a total feel yet? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, obviously, the, I mean, George and Carlos are new to us, so there's there's that element. I mean, we know what Chris and Frank and Mike Dana can do, and we got some young guys that hopefully can get in there at some point. Um, it, just from an individual standpoint, it'd be the guys that haven't been here. Uh, but we got to line up and do what we do, and they got to line up and do what they do, uh, what they're really good at. And hopefully, that's good enough to, you know, stop this offense. Conventional wisdom, you know, says that hey, if an offense sees that there's young guys in the secondary, attack them early, test them out, yeah. see what they got. Yeah. I mean, how do you prepare guys like Trent and you know Brian, who you know you're probably going to see significant time being ready for that? And do you do you have to try and find ways early to help them out? Um, I, you, there may be a little bit of that uh, helping out, but I'm, I'm going to trust these guys right now. We played the three preseason games. That gave us a little bit of indication, right? And they didn't get a lot of reps. But there's got to be some trust here, and there's got to be, listen, there's uh, baptism by fire, and we, and we certainly know we're going to have to l live with some, you know, rookie mistakes. It's going to happen. I mean, everybody's going to make mistakes in this game. You just hope that their skill makes enough plays that it offsets that. And because what you don't want to have happen, especially in the positions you're talking about, right? A mistake back there, magnified, right? And we just hope it doesn't cost us in terms of points. Talking to Trent McDuffie in the, the locker room yesterday, and he was, he was talking about how you guys just bombarded him with all the installs early. Yeah. And now it seems like it's game week. You're not yeah. going to have all those plays. So it, it seemed like maybe a light and click for him, and he kind of liked that part of it. Have yeah. you seen that as a group with rookies that everything you throw at them early pays off when you get to this and they understand all that but they know they don't have to have yeah. it all in I think head. so. A part of that, you know, I've told you guys this before, the part of the reason we do that early is we want to find out who can think. If we just play one thing and you, know, you can see the skill, I mean obviously we wouldn't have taken where we did if we didn't think they were skilled. I just think there's so much of this game is from the chin to the hairline. Um, and we threw a lot at Trent and all these guys. And the other thing, Trent had an added uh, responsibility was playing inside and outside. He didn't play inside at uh, Washington, but we knew he could. I thought he did a really good job of that. So he was overloaded. Uh, it's good to know he feels like it's lightened a little bit. Uh, because I say this all the time, you, can't, you don't want to clutter their mind and then it ties up their feet, right? Uh, so hopefully we can go out there and.
play fast. We'll get to in a second here. I just, just generally speaking, since he, he's arrived, what have you seen from him as far as growth, and, and what are your expect, expectations for him entering week one? And yeah, listen, the way I see immediately what stands out is Justin's a pro in his preparation. You just have to see that now, right? It's a little different in the preseason games where they know they're only going to play 10 plays and it's real limited. Uh, but I can see that in him during the week, in meetings, after meetings, on the field and walkthroughs. That part's great. Um, it'll be, you know, Juan's done a good job kind of kind of piece it together for everybody because he's the guy that's been here. Um, so I'm hoping all of that, you know, Justin's uh, vet, uh, vet presence because he's been in the league, Juan, the fact he's been in the system for four years, and the other guys just having some talent to play fast. Hopefully that molds together and we can do we can do something good. Steve, when you start talking about the new guys and trying to mold these guys together, does the identity of your, the, your defense change when you start thinking about it, or is it something that just you know kind of is organically happening? Yeah, no, I, we're going to be who we are. <clears throat> and I talk to those guys a lot about that. Um, that part won't change, and I think they'll just fit into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, again, we still have – there's still enough guys here that have been here that know what we are and what we try to become uh, and what we're going to mold. So we'll formula, formulate it into that, and hopefully it comes out to something good. We'll see, right? Coach Nick Bolton earned significantly more responsibility this offseason. Yeah. What's your level of readiness, do you think, for him going into week one? Yeah. His level would be really high. Um, super, super impressed with yesterday um, something came up on the field or with a couple of calls, and I said, I said, Nick, I'm going to make it easy on you. I'm going to do this. <clears throat> Coach, you don't need to do that. I've learned it. I'm good. I mean, I was, that's pretty reassuring, right? Because um, I wanted to keep it the way we had it, uh, and he felt, he reassured me that there was no problem keeping it the way it was and will roll. So I hope that answers what you're saying. That tells me all I need to know about Nick. And, we, of course, we saw him play last year, so we know what kind of player he is on the field. to, like, a... Adjustment. You're trying to dig into what the actual call was, <laughs> what they actually did or didn't do. You're gonna, <laughs> uh, it was it was it was two calls that I needed him to make two different checks, and I wanted to just make them one, just make it easy for him. No, coach, I I got it. We can keep both, and we can do it like that. I'll let you know if he gets it right, right or not. Yeah, yeah. let me let you know. You know, going into to, to yeah. game one, um, what's your message to those those rookies? Well, I mean, there was a, there was a little bit of this, like uh, even yesterday. Like yesterday, it wasn't a great practice. Our, our offensive look team was trying to simulate, you know, a new offense. That's a little off. And then we were off a little bit because we did some things that we wanted to make sure they got in. So it didn't feel like, and and I sensed that they were they were getting a little frustrated in this. That so that means there's a little anxiety in there, right? They're all getting ready for a game now. You know, normally in training camp, you make a couple of mistakes. Everybody just goes to the cafeteria, eats, and they don't worry about it, right? When they get to the film, we, we screw it away. But they care now, right? They want to get it right. Um, so I think there's an element of readiness there. And we'll piece it together, and hopefully it'll be something good How on Sunday. I think you have a lot of patience. You've got to have patience in now. You've got to have patience in the game. I reassured them this morning that, look, that's natural. You know, I expect them to go out today and have a really good practice. I really do. Okay? Thanks. Thank you. You got it. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply our young guys to be leaders yet. You know, we just want them to go out there and be fundamentally sound and uh, execution-wise, uh, you know, know, know what, knowing what their job is and, and, and doing their job well. That's all we're looking for right now uh, out of the young guys. Um, some of the newcomers now, different different, different deal now. Uh, you know, Bush, we're hoping he could be a leader. He seems to uh, take that role on. Uh, uh, other guys like Elijah Lee, you know, possibly coming off the practice squad. If we move him up, he's a guy that could could help us. Noah is probably, I mean, the most experienced guy from last year back yeah. this year. Yeah. How important can he be, especially in year two? Yeah, he's you know he's a he's a four phase guy for us. I mean, he plays on every phase, but he's also doing a lot of offense too. So, I mean, we ask a lot of him. So, um, but he's a smart guy. He's able to handle it, and he's uh, you know he got better and better as the year went on last year. Uh, and he became one of our best guys, and we're, we're glad to have him back. It's, he's an important guy to us. Have you been doing this enough to know what you can kind of anticipate for an opener? I'm yeah. just wondering what excites you the most about that first game and what terrifies you at night. <laughs> it's probably the same thing. I mean, the, the young guys, they excite me, and then the young guys, it's terrifying me too at the same time. <laughs> um, you know, it's... Um, I'm excited about it, really, because uh, I, I think, you know, Veach put it put together. He, he brought in some good players. You know, we had, what, we have nine out of, or eight out of nine guys made our team, and they're all going to help us, and they're all going to help us on special teams. And, and I'm excited about what we have. Can't wait to see him when, the, you know, when the live bullets come and see how they handle it. But I, I feel pretty good about them. You know, they're going to make some mistakes, and there's going to be, you know, some things that they, that surprise you, like, why'd you do that? But I think in the long run, you know, after a couple of weeks, I think they're going to settle in and be pretty darn good. How long does it take you to trust somebody um, on, on teams? Yeah, it's, it takes a while. It takes a while. Uh, you have to see it probably two or three games, and then you you feel pretty good about it. And then you never know what you're going to get thrown at you. I mean, you know, you, you don't know how the guys are going to handle a break the formation or a, a fake, how they're going to handle a fake. I mean, we don't know. We, I knew how Dan Sorensen was going to handle a fake. You know, I don't know how Deion Bush is going to handle a fake. You know, in the same position. So, I mean, those are things uh, you know that we practice in uh, in the game. You know, in the game speed and stuff. It's those are all unknowns. The unofficial chart has uh, Pacheco at kick and McColl as punt. Is that locked in? Is that? Yeah, that's the, that's the way we'll go in. I mean, we're not trying to hide anything. Everybody knows what we do. We're going to get our best players on the field, and um, those are our guys right now. And really excited to see uh, the young guy. I know what McColl brings to the table. He's excited about. You know, being that guy, and then uh, Pacheco. I mean, exciting. What do you what do you expect so far from what you've seen from Isaiah? If you can elaborate, um, I think Isaiah is going to hit it hard. He's going to he's going to be hard to bring down. Um, you know, the, the first thing I want him to do is catch the ball, though. You know, make sure he catches it before he takes off. Um, but uh, you know, I think he's he, he's going to be he's going to fit our style, what we do on kick return. I think pretty good. So. Uh, you know, and he's and he's fired up about it too. You know, that's that's what's exciting about it. If you look at the season, can you predict how many games in the NFL and on this team will be decided by special teams? Oh, <laughs> we we always say. I mean, you know, 
we always talk about how important it is, you know, and any one game could be, I mean, won or lost on special teams. So um, I'm not going to sit here and predict how many games we're going to win, but uh, on special teams, but uh, we know it's an important factor in every game, you know, uh, especially this first game. We, we don't know a lot about them. They didn't play their guys. I mean, so when you look at it, I, we had to guess a lot, like who, where guys are going to be lined up on special teams too, because they didn't, they didn't play, you know, their number one unit. They, we, we seen, a whole bunch of different guys out there, and it's offensively and defensively too. So uh, there's a lot of unknowns. We're going to have to adjust on the run in this game. And uh, you know, one thing that Coach Reed has done is we know coming out of the training camp we're prepared, you know, and we're confident, and we're ready to go. Jim, when you, especially indoors, Harrison can kick the ball yeah. for a touchback every time. Yeah. When when you go into especially early in the season. You just want to take that out of the equation, just kick a deep shaft. Where about things are? There will still be spots early in the year when you'll want them to return the ball. Yeah, there, there's always spots where you want them to return the ball, and we're fortunate we have Bucker that can hang it up and, and put it on the one yard line, two yard, make him come out, you know, and then your coverage is right there. So uh, that's a weapon for us. So we'll use that weapon in this game. Uh, we'll also pick times where we have to kick a touch. We will kick a touchback, uh, find out what they're doing, you know, those type of things. So. Um, you know, we, we'll mix it up, you know, according to how the game's going and, you know, where, where we're at in the game. And if we need a play, we can make a play. This hypothetical 70-yard try, do you need wind at your back or is indoor? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, Bucker is, right now, he's, he's firing on all cylinders. Uh, it wouldn't be out of the question, I think, in an indoor vacuum situation to, that he could make a 70-yarder. Brent and Andy talked about you know this offseason part of the plan was to get faster and younger on defense. That's translated to your side too. Oh, there's no you question that you're getting faster. Yeah, no question. Last year we, we used a lot of receivers on special teams. This kind of shifted this year. Now we've got a lot more corners. You know, so that's for me. That's that's really what it's come down to. I mean, we had, you know, obviously you know six corners that are, that are going to play, and a lot of, you know four of them are going to play special teams. You know, so. Uh, and they're all and they're all fast. So to answer your question, yes, I mean it's we're a lot faster, I think. How patient, you, how patient do you have to be with those young guys? That you patient, know? you have to be patient. You know, um, like I said, they're going to make mistakes, um, but as long as they don't make the same mistake twice, that's all I ask. You know, if they don't, if they do that, we'll keep improving week to week. If if we come out of this game clean, the next game is going to be no different till something that's going to pop up. So, um, you know, we just keep firing away. How eager are guys to play? Occasionally you hear about a veteran player, well, he might not make the roster because he doesn't play special teams. Is it because they don't want to play special teams? No, no. Uh, everybody on our team, and one thing Coach, Coach does a good job of is, is selling the importance of special teams on our team. You know, So everybody comes in with the, the mindset that they're going to play on special teams, and we give everybody a chance. And um, you know, the best players are going to play. Uh, there's, there's a lot of times we'll use a starter on special teams, like we use Snead on punt return because he's a real good corner. Um, you know, you'll see spotted guys on, 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 our, on our special teams. That, I think that's what makes us pretty good. Okay, thanks, Coach. All right, Thank thanks. You. See you later. Well, this is it. It's game week, right? Finally. You've been, I mean, you signed here, you've gone through all the stuff, but is, does this feel more like a cheat this week because it's like actually an NFL regular yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's really settled in at this point. Um, shoot, man, I'm bleeding red and gold, so I can't wait to get out on the field, man. We, um, we've been building towards this. I think training camp's been tremendous for us to come together as a team, build chemistry, especially with all the new faces, including myself. And uh, now it's time to write our story. You had, you had a chance to play against uh, Kyler Murray last year in that offense. What do you remember about it? 
Yeah. Um, what I remember the most is the unscripted plays. And by that, I mean him extending plays, extending drives by just scrambling around. Um, and not only the difficulty of just tackling, tackling him, but also some of the problems we ran into in that game was, um, since he is a little bit shorter, like our defensive linemen were tackling high and they were you know, getting flags all over the place for it. So um, it's not just getting them down, but making sure you're getting them down um, in a way that's legal to the game. So that way he doesn't just get automatic first down. Coach Baggs was talking about it's kind of you have to corral him because you just can't run full speed at him. Is that, is that about right? Is that the way to do it? Yeah, yeah. You can't run in there just trying to um, throw a haymaker in there. You know, the guy is extremely quick. That won't really do um, anybody any good on our side of the ball. So sticking to the fundamentals, making sure you're bending your knees, taking proper angles, having good leverage, um, put all those pieces into play, and we should be fine. Without being mobile, he can also throw the ball too, right? Like, what is what kind of, I guess, uh, uh, is, is there any, like, uh, when you're going up against him, is there any, um, or, or you, you're, you're basically like, um, I'm sorry. I kind of get where you're coming from, but I, I'll answer the question I think you're asking. You know what I mean? Um, I think he's a much more dangerous passer outside of the pocket than he is inside of the pocket. You know, inside the pocket, they'll still occasionally take their shots. Um, a lot of times, though, it can really be a 50-50 ball. Those are opportunities for turnovers. But when he gets out of the pocket and those clear lines of visions downfield and he really starts throwing, instead of a floating ball, a more line drive ball to hit his target because, you know, being a former baseball player, he can really sling it um, down the field. That's really where it's most dangerous. So that's what it comes back to, corralling them, keeping them inside of the pocket, making them throw from there. Um, will make our job on the back end um, a little bit more effective. Even though this is a new defense, you have players, new, new faces, that they're ready to, to go to Arizona and, and get it done. Yeah. Um, well, preseason was encouraging on the 12 plays that the defense and the offense had got. Um, but that is preseason. Now we get to play, um, you know, some real NFL football where everybody's a starter. So um, I, I'm encouraged by what I've seen in, pro in practice. I'm encouraged by what all the work that's been put in so far. Um, we got everything that we need right here on this team. Um, to go to distance. So it's about putting that into effect and not just saying it, but going out and doing it on Sunday. I just complimented your preparation on and off the field in the meeting rooms and with other guys and so on and so forth. <clears throat> when, with your leadership style, is leading by example in that sense important to you? Yeah. Um, as I said earlier when I first came in, I just want to be the biggest resources I can for all the guys that come along because we're only going to go as far as um, we, we come together to go. You know what I mean? It doesn't just matter how well I do or how well Chris does or how well Pat does. It's how well does the team do. You know what I mean? Because no one man is going to win the game. We have to come together as a unit and all play cohesively, play complementary football, and go out and execute. So if I can help those guys, give them tips, reminders, um, be a veteran in the room, um, just like veterans were for me when I was a rookie, I try and pass that along. Both Chris, Jones, both Chris Jones and uh, Spagnuolo talk about the identity of the defense. What do you want the identity to be? Um, I want every week when the opposing offense turns on our film, I want them to know that they're going to get punched in the mouth. No, I want it to be physical. I want it to be aggressive. I want there to have an attitude and an edge to the way that we play. Um, and I want those plays to be explosive on our side of the ball. What's the difference in week one versus other weeks in, in your experience in the NFL? Well, week one is a lot more about fundamentals. It's about knowing your defense, knowing your assignments, 
um, not letting the light shine too bright or, you know, be so excited to make a play that you get out of character, out of the scope of the scheme. Um, because although we do have an idea of what type of team they are, it's week one. Um, there's no doubt that they've installed some plays that haven't been put on tape yet. Um, so it's about us staying true to our rules and being prepared for that and also being prepared to make halftime adjustments because halftime adjustments are going to come into play big time week one, week two, um, when there is no film on the Cardinals out right now. As the season goes on, more film is out there. You start to learn the identity of the team, um, who they are. We just go out and execute. This is your first year here, so you haven't played, you know, like last year with Nick Fulton when he was a rookie, but he's got more responsibility this year. He's got the sticker and the, the, yeah. the microphone mm -hmm. and some, but Coach Spence is talking about how he has no concerns about him being able to cipher through all the calls and make the right things. What have your impressions been of him as a I young player watching? Absolutely. I got absolutely zero concerns about him mentally handling the challenge of the playbook. Nick is one of the smartest linebackers I've ever played with. You know what I mean? Young guy, old guy, doesn't matter. I mean, he's, he's on his ones and twos daily. And he, helps, and he helps run the show on the back end. And it's comforting having a guy that is so confident in making all those calls. Jennifer, what do you think about nine rookies on this team and a number of them on defense? Um, you know, it's kind of a neat thing to see that kind of excitement and young energy. But what do you think about a team that, you know, has all this young talent? Yeah. Um, why not go be special? You know, those guys come here for a reason. Um, like I said, our scouting team did a, part, a great job finding them, the way they've come in and been integrated into the system. They've all done well up to this point, and I know that they're excited to go out and go hunting um, this Sunday. Justin, how much have you visualized, because I know you're so excited about playing in the uniform for the first time, but how much have you visualized the first play, the first highlight for you? with this team, with this group of guys? You know what? I have a mentality about not trying to force plays because if you consistently put yourself in the right position by doing your job and executing, having good technique, good eyes, um, the defense is naturally going to put you in a position to make plays. And if you just follow that mantra um, you're going to and make the plays coming to you, you can be all pro. You can be a pro bowler. You know what I mean? Just don't miss the layups when they happen. Um, but consistency, consistency is the biggest part. Justin, obviously uh, the Cardinals are not going to have DeAndre Hopkins this week, but from your point of view, when you break down this film of this team, even from last year, how dynamic is this offense even without DeAndre? Yeah, um, it's really going to come down to the unscripted plays. I mean, the game plan that they run there, they like to throw the ball 100 times. They're going to sprinkle the ball in with James Conner on the run game. Um, Rondell Moore is kind of their catch-all back. He's going to be in the backfield, line him up all over the place, throwing screens to him. Um, but at the end of the day, those aren't really the plays that are threatening. The biggest threats is the unscripted plays when he's running around the pocket and, you know, just starts throwing the ball 50, 60 yards downfield. Those are the plays that we need to take away. And if we do that, we're going to be successful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, 
wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.